Bahu Chava. Come, have a seat. No worries, you are in the right place. I reserved the same seat for you. You know, the one that you were using during the previous episodes as well. Please, don't be scared. It's only me here. Hey, I'm Levi, and this is my story with my sweet Apple M. In the previous episode, our main topic was the general fears and the facts that the Nazis people will never do for you. And as I promised, today our main topic will be the smear campaign. But before we start our topic, I would like to ask the usual one from each of you. And as you are frequently listening for the episodes, you might have it in your hands. But if not, no worries, as you still have some time to get a cup of tea, coffee, hot chocolate, or the well-deserved great big glass of wine. And if you are ready, just sit back, relax, and enjoy our journey to the zoo of humans, to Nazilandia. Now that everyone is ready and everyone made itself comfortable enough, it's time for our main topic today. Let's have a look what we mean when we talk about the smear campaign. Let's say we are in the not so ordinary life of being alone after a relationship with a toxic or narcissistic person. We are aware of things like how we feel about them, how we think about things that happened with them in the past how we think about our narcissist right now, and how we think about many psychological and unfortunately and or physical abuses as well. Also, we know what we feel and how we feel towards them. For example, if you were the one who left him, you may be wondering if, uh, if you made the right choice, if it was too drastic solution, Instead of giving him more time to change. Wait a second. Let's think again. Did you I just said word change? That you what you think? Oh <laughs> you did the right choice. They never change. They will never change for anyone. This we already know. They are all fucked up in the brain. So they not they don't change. You did the right step. In the other hand, if you are the one that who got discarded by them, by him, wondering if you still, um, if it's true or not, if it's a bad dream or it's a re reality. Well, darling, unfortunately, you are not dreaming. Everyone would rather be dreaming, but the truth is that you have been discarded. We all got discarded by them. And it's over. However, you still think that it can be one more chance. It's not the last discard. And you're still expecting the hoovering back. And then you, uh, you started to think like, okay, if they're going to hoover me back, how it's going to be? Yeah, everything is going to start from the beginning, whenever it, it was so nice. And you are waiting for this one, probably. You know what? If they're going to let, if, if you're going to let him hoover you back, Everything is gonna be as it was, or even better. But, make me a promise. And give me a favor. 
you're gonna enjoy just those moments and minutes to the fullest because those moments not gonna last for long and you will be facing again the devaluation and after that the discard phases and while you as a victim again face this kind of phases your new old soulmate already busy with something else he's already been thinking for a long time about how he or she will make the smear campaign about you smear campaign hmm? why do you need this uh, this one in your life you are not gonna be a politician i know that's what you're thinking what why do you need a campaign well you are right you don't need it obviously no one needs a campaign like this but to be more serious because it's not a funny story and not a funny topic let's have a close look what is the smear campaign as in its name its main goal to discredit you to discredit you in front of your friends your family and possible at work also he wants to make you as non-believable person in front of everyone just to prevent your revenge after discard or after you're gonna run away you know the one when you would go and tell to everyone about what he is and how he does things he wants to make sure his perfect mask will stay on and to make sure that you don't cause any problems with his new supply who he might had it already why he played your soulmate part two and what kind of lie he's gonna make and how strong he's gonna be and how completely a big bullshit is gonna be it depends of a couple of things first of all it depends on how he got ready for it how much time he got to be prepared and this is the only thing that is only not this is not only up to him but up to you as well because there is two possibilities for this one once again when you left him and when he discarded when he left you over first let's say that when you decided that it's enough from the bullshit and you left him oof, you give him a headache that's for sure in this case he wasn't prepared and he just got shocked from your sudden movement you as his main supplier just left him mr king you left mr king the mr perfect shit and it's not enough that he really needs to find a good new supplier very fast but he has to make and start the smear campaign against you which will be very a light version as he has no time to prepare anything just to act fast and he has another benefit that if you leave him or her smear campaign is gonna be less and he's gonna be much busier to find someone else to supply himself again let's see what is with the other part when he has left you he shouldn't be in such a big hurry because he probably not only he has a candidate for to be a useful player but he's already moving there like my shit was doing it after like five ten minutes after five ten minutes that he discarded you he will start his new perfect life without you and then he even had time to plan his maneuvers against you possible of it together hand by hand with a new supplier and that's a nice one no 
what the smear exercise looks like. Well, whether you left him or he left you, it's gonna look completely insane. He wants make he wants to look you, he wants you to look in front of the friends and family completely mad. He will make you look crazy. At worst, he will make up lies about you that you didn't cause, but he did. For example, he may say that you are the abusing one and you were abused him. And his own family and friends will obviously believe him because they know him longer than you. You are just a random person for them. And you will be lucky if he stops there with that close family and friends. And another uh, another uh, fact about how is, how light is gonna be this uh, smear campaign is what he's planning with you in the future because after all he comes to hovering you back and wants to take you back as his main supplier oh pardon soulmate the lie won't be so very significant or it might not even be any lie as think logically as we are still able to use our brains, not like him. He makes you out and let everyone believe how stupid crazy you are and psychopath. And then he will be even more of a full, more full of an idiot in front of everyone. Then after all he's saying about you and he's take you back and he start a new life with you from the very beginning. In my country we say a phrase which would suit him perfectly in this case. Taking back a crazy psychopath. You know what we say? Shaget chinaita sayabol. In English, he made an ass out of his mouth because he was talking and he was promising so much shit. But Hungarians are smart. Well, if you have been the final discard and then he's making the smear, smear campaign about you, whew, get ready. Because for them, the limit is the sky. There is no limit for us, sadly. And they can be quiet the sadistic way. So to speak and know no boundaries in this area. Whatever their reason, as they have no immoral compass, they easily start rumors, outright lies. They usually do it behind your back. And not surprisingly, they can do it alone, so they often seek the help of their flying monkeys, like their help, uh, helper friends. And apart from completely discarding us, they win these kind of things. And they're gonna be kind of like happy. Because they win like this, justify their actions, they can control the narrative and the story about the relationship and how it ended up, they strike a primitive blow, influence and sway others to their side, so obviously the poor them, they are the victim against you, so they're gonna listen because they have the charm as well, don't forget, it's still there. They can play the role of the victim, they can become dominant, sabotage the opponent, makes the other person care, and appear superior. And what are the signs? How do we know that we are now victims of a typical narcissist smear campaign? When you notice that people are turning against you, you hear stories, lies, lies about yourself, or you just have a hard feeling 
this can easily be a part of a smear campaign. And other other sign can be like telling lines, gossip, or unflattering stories about you, undermining your credibility by spreading false or distorted information, reversing roles by playing the victim and gaining others, shifting the blame to you, blaming on you, and smearing the victim, creating self-doubt and confusion in their victim and others involved, aka gaslighting. Harassment of the victim, such as stalking or incessant contact with the victim, intimidation of their victim and others involved to create fear and obedience blackmailing. Can be internet harassment as well, spreading misinformation online, creating fake accounts, stalking, leaving emails and comments. This is also where the sign and kind of the type what kind of smear campaigns you can have. What to do against the narcissistic smear campaign? Well, don't start with the narcissist first of all, but back to the topic. Being the victim of a narcissist smear campaign can be extremely disturbing, overwhelming and heartbreaking. Oh yes, I can tell. Especially if it's someone you have previously trusted. And I trusted him the most. I put kind of my full life in his hand, my new life here. But we started together. And he plays so much shit with me, my god. Anyway, not only can it be emotionally and physiologically damaging, but it can also have damaging consequences for your relationships and your profession. Don't get involved if you question, verbally attack or tearfully plead with an artist, you are playing into their hands, okay? If it triggers an emotional response from you, it gives the narcissist what they want, attention and sense of a control. If you feel you want to talk to him about the problem, stay calm and unemotional. Be a good actor. Be a Eastern European person. Don't show emotions on face. However, don't expect them to admit or apologize for what they are doing. They will probably deny everything and play the victim, like it was in my case. No, no, I didn't meet with anyone. No, oh, I would say to them this. And I have written everything, Jesus Christ. Okay, so let's see how we can still go and uh, get again, get out from this smear campaign. Second is gather evidences. You may need evidences for legal reasons. For example, if the defamation action is taking place at work or may affect your supervisor supervision agreement. You may also need evidence of their campaign to expose the narcissist and prove your side. For example, you can record emails, text messages, social, social media posts or record conversations. Make sure that whenever you're gonna make this recording, he is not gonna realize it because then it's out of everything. I did myself this one. It's easy to do it. Every phone lately has this uh, function where you can record the voice. You start it just before you would think it's happening or even a couple of minutes before. When you start, you would start the topic, put the phone face down on the table and then screen lock. It's still working, it's still gonna record everything, but there is no sign of that. Or just put it in your pocket. 
still gonna record everything, but he doesn't see the form. And he's not even gonna think of that. So any case you're gonna choose, like emails, um, making screenshots, treat carefully and don't burden yourself with collecting evidence, okay? And one more thing, what was um, very useful for me. Find the person you trust enough that you can send this one. Because you need someone, third part, where you're gonna send all of this. And you need to find that person who not gonna make you feel shame whenever they're gonna see everything. I found the best one and I'm very grateful for him because of this one. He's my previous ex. <laughs> nice life, no? My previous ex. I'm very grateful for him for that. Because I send everything, all the pictures, videos, stories, but uh, conversations, screenshots of the conversations. It's a nice file. And he knew how I could feel. And the only thing he asked for me, are you okay? And we never talk about this since that. Can you imagine? He still have everything, he sent me back because, well, that was a story when my phone got stolen by this fucking idiot. And um, I had to put everything back. So be careful, whatever evidence you have, make sure that you, it's, it's safe and uh, there is a third part who has all the copies and then this third part has to be your friend. Not common friend, just your friend, okay? The third thing is to report them. Uh, slender charges can be difficult to prove. So it is very important, once again, to have evidences. However, if you can prove that any legal activity, defamation or violation of the platform rules is being committed, report it to the relevant authorities. Unfortunately, I have no numbers of authorities or name of them for each country. You have to dig for yourself this one. However, for example, here in North America, if you open a website like that, where it's like um, like a danger or uh, abusive relationship or any topic like this, there is a button, the escape button. It means that when someone is coming into the room, you just click on the button. And even from the history of the browser and everything, this website is gone. There is no sign that you were looking for something like that. I'm very happy that this is happening and then it's more and more websites using that one. The fourth one is to damage repair. Do everything you can to limit the damage you suffer without direct retaliation. This may include talking to people and professionals, managing social media accounts and gathering evidences. If this is happening to you at work and you are not getting support and the environment is generally toxic, consider looking for a new job. Yeah, of course, easy to say, no? Uh, fifth one is to focus on self-care. Smear campaigns can have a devastating effect on your well-being, so you should try to do everything you can to look after yourself. Gather the support of your really trusted friends and family. Talk to people about it. Talk to people about what's going on. Go and make new hobbies. Exercise, meditate, hike. Anything you can do to relax and take your mind off things. Ah, my mind would never switch off from meditating. I would close my eyes, start to meditate, and it would just go back everything more and more. For me, it didn't work. I didn't even try because I know myself. 
Sixth one, seeing professional help. Yes. It may be helpful to talk to a psychologist or therapist about what is happening in your life. They can listen from a natural perspective and provide you with helpful tools. It may also be helpful to talk a legal group or representative to see if there is anything you can do about it. And in my Eastern European country, it's still shame to go to the uh, psychologist because they all think that whoever is going there has mental problems and they should go to the cuckoo house already. No, it's not a shame. If you have to go because you have to go to be yourself again, you need to. No matter who's going to see it, what they're going to think. The only thing is that you go because you want to feel yourself better. You want to see yourself again as you were before this abusive relationship. And you know what? It's not funny, no? Like, how, how much price? What a price we pay for having lived happily or rather blissfully for like a few weeks or months with our great soulmate. Then we have to face even a smear campaign by them. It's like unbelievable. I think you have to fight to get back your previous life much, much longer than you would have this happy life with him. With the person who has so many souls that who knows how many completely different personalities have been soulmates since then, you know? Even at the same time. How the hell we know that he didn't do the same before we moved together to another person with another soulmate? And now it's Christmas coming in a couple of days. And it's over six months. Or let's say half a year. That Alma. That Apple. That bastard. Started on the path of the total surrender. I still have him. Like, I mean, sometimes I'm still thinking of him. And a couple of days ago, I met with him on the street. I didn't see him for a long, long time. Didn't speak with him because we still, I still have the no contact with him. But I was feeling that if I could speak with him only once, you know, six months, six months is passed by and I didn't even talk with him. Before that, we didn't have two hours pass, passing by and we don't talk, no, talk, we don't talk or know something about the others. Can you imagine? And he was on the street, just walking. Just happened he was walking towards me. And I saw him from a distance because I look and I saw it's him because I know how he walks. I remember for it, like a soldier, like, oh, 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 Russian soldier, left, right, left, right, go, 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 kind of like this. So we were always running everywhere. And um, he didn't realize it's me, like, he didn't see me so far. And by the time he passed by and he managed to get next to me, he realized that it's me. But instead of talking to him and ask questions and then just like look at him, you know what I did? I got so busy on my phone that I didn't even realize who is going by next to me. I didn't even look at him. I don't know what happened with me that day. Which angel was on my shoulder to put it in my head, this one. He passed next to me after six months not seeing him. And I managed to look away. 
and I pretend I don't even care who the hell is going next to me. This year, I think this one one of the hardest day for me. And obviously, now we can, after six months, we still have these questions like, do I miss him? Honestly, there are nights when I'm very much alone. And yes, there are times when there is a joke or some story from the day. And, you know, I'm just waiting to come home and they're going to tell him everything and he's going to be laughing because I knew his sense of humor. But then there is a moment when I realize that I can go home, he's not going to be there. And then I have to go through again and realize everything that was going on. So, um, I'm still looking for this fun. Don't get me wrong. But um, to get home alone and be here alone instead of like talking to someone, it's hard. And would I take him back? No. I don't think so. I don't know who he is. I don't know this person. He's a stranger to me. And I'm not moving in with a stranger. I'm not so crazy yet. I don't know what the hell I even talk about with him. Like, you know, the spark and this complete match and everything what was at the beginning is gone like literally I did like he's dead I didn't say to people that he's dead I put it in my head that he's dead I'm never gonna see him again never gonna be able to talk with him it was one of a hell that couple of months but I kept saying this to me to myself and I know he's here a couple of streets away but he's dead. This is not the person that I knew. And this is not the person that I wanted to live with. My sweet Apple M is gone. For good. And I think it's near Christmas. And I'm thinking about the Christmas episode as well. So you're going to still hear from me. And... This is a bit emotional for me, as you can hear, like, I don't find the words easily, <laughs> not even Hungarian, so... I'm still under the under him, as you can, as you can see. It's gonna be better, I know it's gonna be better somehow, I don't know when, even for myself, don't know when I'm gonna be better, but hopefully one day. And until that, I have to be patient. And make sure that this rotten sweet apple M, it doesn't exist anymore. I mean, I'm not gonna kill him. He's already dead. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna see him more often. It's not gonna come to me like, yeah, he's here. Let's go have a look, have a walk around there just to see if he's still, alive. how is he, blah, blah, blah. He's sick in his head. And since April, he's sick in his body as well. But guys, don't give up don't get sad i know it's gonna be hard enjoy the christmas somehow try to find a little happiness in that christmas if you are alone put some music on in the earpads headphones whatever even loud and just dance for a minute close out everything and just listen for the music and just dance and make that one minute of happiness of dancing at least First started once a day, then twice a day. And it's gonna be better and better, believe me. Thank you.
And the end of this episode is approaching. Thank you so much for your time that you dedicated to me today, and I hope you didn't regret it. In this episode, we were talking about the smear campaign and the types of them. If you have any comment, suggestion, or if you would like to share your story, you can easily do it as write them here as a comment. Or if you want, you can send it to my private email address, which is applethenards at yahoo.com. If you like the episode, just share it on your social media to make sure that more people can learn from it. And we know the knowledge is power. Let's help the others to get this power too. If you want, you can subscribe for my podcast as well, and you will get an automated notification every time when a new episode will be available. Until the next episode, please take care of yourself. Hey, I'm Levi, and this was just a tiny slice of my life with my sweet Apple M. Azzal a rothadó köcsöggel. Így rán a amlak.